This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We spoke to the Accrington Stanley manager, John Coleman, whose team had an incredible uh, win in a pre-season friendly last night, didn't they? They did. Uh, we ran some more. John Newcomb, you're yeah, here. I get my money's worth. He was. It was very amusing. Martin <laughs> Kellner joined us as uh, well. And uh, you'll hear his week of sport, on, his day of sport on TV. He was in Greece all the week, as you'll discover. And uh, uh, that's about it, isn't yeah, it? I, think? I left my notes at home, but you'll hear all yeah, about that. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> Sky Sports Formula One uh, channel, uh, F1 channel, showing that old bit of footage. You know that one where the bloke fills up Sterling Moss's car and he's got a fag in his mouth? Yeah, there was, there was less health and safety <laughs> conscious in those days. And I love that one. The only thing separating uh, the, the crowd at the British Grand Prix and the cars were bales of hay. <laughs> it's not ideal, is it? Really? <laughs> Things have changed a bit, haven't they? They really? have. There's the, look at the Queen. What year is this? This must be in... Uh, 57 or something. Yeah, look, okay. something like that. The old King's the there, old King's isn't it? still there. That's no, got to be before that, hasn't it? Yeah, it's got to be late, late, late 40s. Early, 40s. late... Oh, blimey, now you're talking. Well, there you go. Up-to-date news. <laughs> yeah, breaking news. The Queen <laughs> is uh, there. At, uh, that's, is that still Silverstone? Where would it have uh, been then? Brands Hatch, maybe. Oh, OK. I don't know. Somebody you're just guessing. I am guessing, yeah. Arsenal have appointed John... John Jensen as a scout. Have you seen this? In oh, the really? I hope they haven't asked him to find a striker. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's a very good point. And uh, yes, uh, yesterday's people at Wimbledon who don't normally attend sport include Claire Foy, Daisy Lowe and Dame Maggie Smith. Who has been known to watch Farnborough, I believe. Well, I see, yeah, <laughs> Dame Maggie Smith, I think she's, um, who does she support? Dalich Hamlet. That's she's true. a season to go with. <laughs> I think she's regularly there. Very odd thing this morning. I, can't let, I wasn't sitting on the tube coming into work and this... Yeah. Bloke gets on, and actually normal, regular-looking guy, about 35 to 40, I'd say. Yeah. He's wearing a duffel coat, I swear to you. He's wearing, like, a heavy... And, of course, after about two seconds, he's boiling. He takes the coat off. You're thinking... Why have you gone out and have you not? Is I he expected? Maybe he's off to Siberia on holiday. It's probably quite warm there. Doesn't need luggage with him. Oh, okay, fair enough. I was only joking when I said that. I asked you to dissect it. Thick warm coat, nice blankety lining. You know, did you really. did you ask him why? Uh, I didn't actually. Okay, and, not to uh, get involved. Some of these ads around uh, Wimbledon are pretentious. Have you seen this one for a well-known watch company? Oh yeah. 
The world of well-known watch companies filled with stories of perpetual <laughs> that excellence. That's why I'm calling it. I'm not giving the publicity. Okay. Over 20 seasons, Roger Federer has made an impact on and off the court. From challenger to champion to icon, his artistry and creativity have redefined and elevated the game of tennis. All the while, his grace and generosity have reminded everyone that his greatness transcends sport. Wherever he goes next, he will continue to inspire the world. This is the story of perpetual excellence, the story of well-known watch company. <laughs> oh, shut up. I quite like well-known watch companies. It looks good in an advert. I've got a well-known watch company watch. Oh, OK. And um, I haven't, actually. Uh, top seed Novak Djokovic spent the run-up to today's semi-final trying in... This is a sweet story, actually, to save the life of an injured baby bird. The Serbian ace, 32, not my words, found the bird on Wednesday yeah. at a house where he's staying. After contacting the RSPCA, he put it in a... Uh, put it, where? In a box. You can't read your... I knew this would happen. He can't read his... He's reading it off of his phone, his notes. He put it in a box. Where else are we going to put it? In a Hilton Continental or something? I can't read this at all. <laughs> I knew this would happen. Can't actually in see the small print with on his... water and seeds. Apparently he's playing Bill Oddie in the final. <laughs> that's really all you wanted yeah, to get to. That's all I wanted to say, really, yeah. May I add my uh, thanks to uh, uh, Big Peter Crouch on a fine career oh, and a couple of great moments. One particular great mm. moment, the goal that... Uh, got us into the uh, Champions League, the one up at uh, City. But I thought I'd never see Spurs in the Champions League. And, and then, of course, played that following season when I felt uh, it would be a temporary aberration and we'd never do it again. But mm. uh, I was wrong. But well done, Crouchy. Two spells at our club and uh, was was a very wholehearted, very popular player. So yeah, uh, good luck to him. so many clubs in, in such a great way. And I always, I always felt sorry for him when he played at Chelsea because he was a Chelsea fan as a boy. Yeah. I think he still is a Chelsea fan. And he gets but slaughtered. The, but he? the crowd would have Absolutely, they'd sort of break out in that chant. I'm not going to do it, but they'd sort of say this one particular word yeah. every time he got the ball. And I thought, oh, you know, it's a bit harsh, really. But you weren't joining go. in, Andy. Yeah. It was a uh, happy birthday yesterday to High Court Judge Sir John Blofeld. I was thinking, <laughs> he go, 10 years, my dear old thing. Yeah. It's got to be related, <laughs> isn't he? It's got to be related. I think they all are the Blofelds. Yeah, they would think so. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anything else you can't read off of your phone? <laughs> oh yeah, this was from the uh, this was from yesterday. An ex uh, Forest player was presented to the Queen. He was very excited actually. Mr. Gary Crosby was received by the Queen today when Her Majesty presented her with the Queen's Medal for Music. Right. Who knew? Okay, yeah, it's not the same one. Obviously. What was I'm trying to? Th uh, yeah, there's there's a, a, an infamous Gary Crosby moment, isn't there, in the world of professional football? It will come back to me uh, in a few um, moments' time. Yes. Um, can you it's all very well saying yes no no I know I'm trying to think as well so, so either it's not an own goal is was it? it a ball being headed out of the hands was that was that a Gary Crosby moment I, I I, it really to, does it really does ring a bell tonight's session from Gary Crosby moment the, the Gary Crosby moment <laughs> yeah yeah, okay, look, it'll come back mm. to me and it'll certainly come back to the listeners who are probably shouting at their radios at the moment and I should probably remember but uh, it's, it's sketchy yeah but um, anyway uh, as you've probably heard um uh, Lewis Hamilton, not massively impressed that it's this weekend and there's so much competition. He's he would got a like point, it, hasn't he? Like it to have a clear run. I mean, last Sunday, apart from the Women's World Cup final, there really was very little high levels. Well, there was a lot of sport, but it was yeah. it. You know, I mean, we ended up, ended up going to the pictures, whereas on Sunday... Well, not us two, you did with no, your no, wife. No, I mean, wife. we didn't end up going to the pictures. That's <laughs> all a bit creepy. <laughs> 
blimey. <laughs> Living in each other's pockets. Perfectly innocent. If no, we I suppose I'm, no, I'm not saying it wasn't innocent, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. Uh, heading the ball out by Andy Dibble's hand. Of course he did. Thank you, Martin, and thank you, Ben. I just, that's it. Yeah, and Scott. Boys, thank you. Yeah, that way he was presented That was the to moment. The just don't remember Andy Dibble sort of stand. That's what it was. Yeah, I, I just wonder, the Queen said that What if he did that? If the Queen was standing there with a ball and he just sort of nodded while he was in her handbag. She had the OB in her that was it. Yeah, I couldn't remember work. who the keeper was. I could see, I could see Gary sort of nodding it, hmm. um, but I couldn't remember who the keeper was. Boys, thank you very much uh, for reminding us as, as quickly as you did. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Now, uh, I like this waste of ink for the Sun this morning from Derek Pitcher. Oh yeah, he said, "How is he d- baseball player? <laughs> I think he is actually. How dare David Attenborough say that we'll have to give up cheap flights to Spain because of climate change? Don't take it out on us, poor pensioners. Try people like Delhi Alley flying his barber to France for a haircut. You can't really blame Delhi Alley for global warming, mate." <laughs> We're blaming for most things, yeah, really. Ridiculous. That's anyway, it. it's all his fault. Here we go for the final time of asking. Yeah, for Wimbledon, eking out the thirteen quid you paid for the was it a, <laughs> an album, an actual vinyl oh, album, vinyl album? I had it and the transfer out. costs. Yeah, and sent over from America, all, the whole thing. I mean, it would have cost me quite, been quite a bit of money there. Right, but that's I'm dedicated to my art. Of course you are, and uh, I thought it was worth it for the Wimbledon period. Except, of course, we forgot to actually play any of it. Apart from isn't it John Newcomer? Was he a three time winner at Wimbledon? Well, we could hear the mantra. We've got the mantra. Yeah, this no, is... we haven't got the mantra. Okay, oh, we haven't got that. Okay, fair it's enough. So long, says John. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, John Newcomb won everything, including the World Championship of Tennis that no one's ever heard of. But he did win, I think, Wimbledon three times. So And he made this album with this bloke who we don't know who he is, the bloke who interviewed him. And uh, is it on the cover? Couldn't you? Oh yeah, I can't remember now. But anyway, the thing is I soon forgotten. Well, the whole point about it is that the bloke who interviewed him is in one place and John is in somewhere else altogether. They're definitely not in the same room, Mm. which leads to a bit of an odd uh, sort of feeling to the whole thing. But he, he basically Basically, ask once we get through it. He asked John questions that you would definitely want to know if you were taking up the game of tennis. And here's the first one: How does a player go about selecting the proper weight racket? If you belong to a club, then you should go and ask for some advice from your pro uh, before you buy the racket, what weight it is, and so on. But for the person who doesn't have that advantage, if you have a large hand, then you would select a four and three quarters. Pat Jennings. Uh, If you have a medium-sized hand, and my hand I consider medium, you've got one hand that's massive and one that's medium uh, medium. (laughs) Or if you're a man that has a small hand, you should be using a four and a half, four and three eighths. That's right. And for the ladies, they should work on a four and a half, four and three eighths light racket. Right, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand what you're talking about. Anyway, he goes on to his uh, next question, which is about stringing the racket. Okay. How tight should you have a racket strung, and how does it affect your game? What a great question. That's a terribly interesting question. Is it quite a terrible question? I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> yeah. Many people uh, that I've taught, uh, I've got their racket and hit it against my hand. That's to mm-hmm. feel how tight the strings it. are, and the strings are just way too tight. If you hit off centre when the strings are very tight, you're going to get a negative result (laughs) on on the ball. The other thing that a very tightly strung racket can help to give you is a tennis elbow. Uh, Wow. It helps give you a tennis elbow. Yeah, but you don't want that. Not really, no. (laughs) Ideally. And, and of course, you know, when you do take to the court, you want to look good, so uh, he asked him about that. Dressing for tennis is very important. What Mm -hmm. do you consider the proper outfit for both men and women? Well, I, I... wouldn't like to get into the women's dress 
too much. <laughs> I don't right. consider myself a, a, an expert there. Uh, obviously, you want to dress to be comfortable, and uh, yeah, really? of course, shorts and and a, and a shirt and well, an overcoat and a pair of corduroys. Then the right kind of dress. It goes back to basics, this, doesn't it? Really, back to basics. <laughs> the bloke went on to play Kermit the Frog in the Muppets. Army jacket, and a pair of uh, worsted Oxford bags. That's why I tend they did in the old days, didn't they? Well, there we are. That's, uh, you've got to say that was thirteen pounds of uh, well spent. <laughs> thirteen pounds wasted. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, you could well be right. <laughs> I enjoyed it though. Good. Um, do you have anything else? Because um, you can't read it, can you? I know this is the problem, man. You've, you've got. I know you've got some gold out there, but you've left it at home, and you're just unable to read it. Honestly, yeah. Um, what else have I got, really? Well, not really. Some, you, I, oh, uh, yeah, Usain Bolt. Uh, we, mm. We've talked about. We didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday. He is. Uh, do you know? He feels that there's not going to be another great young generation of uh, Jamaican runners coming through. Mm. He says he looks at what's coming after him and the right. current crop. And he says, uh, I look at him and he says, they don't have the discipline or the hunger for success. I don't think it's going to get any better, he said, because uh, the youngsters are a bit spoiled. Wow. So if the, the, the idea this was going to be a kind of another golden generation of Jamaican sprinters yeah. coming through. He's not having it, old uh, Usain. So maybe because of his success, they think you've just got to rock up and that'll be enough. Oh, I don't no. know. Well, that brilliant documentary on him, he works so hard. Yeah, he's got yeah, so yeah. much into it. Yeah. Well, maybe this is just he's kind of lighting a bit of a fire under him, really. Yeah, he Get them be. all going, wind them up. Uh, I see that uh, EastEnders hard men Phil Mitchell will be left for dead in a shocking plot twist. It's not really I love that's the, the way you, when you just read things from a tabloid newspaper, but you say them as if you're actually saying It sounds like you've got some sort of tabloid. This is Andy. Andy's in his 60s and speaks like a tabloid newspaper. <laughs> I, I don't know when it started happening, he quipped. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit of a red top, but what can yeah. you do? And uh, he can finally reach a grisly end after 29 years he's on He's not going show. to, is he? He's not going to, no. He's not going to meet. We'll think he's Honestly, met a grisly end. it's about time they just got rid of Easton. They've obviously run out of ideas. I mean, how many times have they done this? Really? People love it, Andy. It's time to let it go. Well, I'm sure the viewing figures, uh, you know... Reflect that, really. I mean, it's, they're, they're well down, aren't they, on, on previous they, years? They bring a new boss in, then he has a bit of a cull. They'll often have, they'll have a kind of fire, won't they? And then they'll get rid of a few characters. Go, Someone will fall off a roof. And then they bring in some, some <laughs> other uh, people. They always, like, curry, they, they, they're cyclical, aren't they? They always have their moments, the soaps, but I they always so, survive. Yeah. Well, I suppose uh, they do, yeah. I, mean, survive, I wonder yeah. if we'll see Steve in Edinburgh that time like I saw him there. Tremendous. With his cat pulled down, his collar pulled up. Yeah. Trying to avoid Incognito. People. Incognito. But then you're just thinking, that that's Phil Mitchell there with his cap on. Yeah, I'm going to bring you a couple of shows from the Edinburgh Festival uh, in August. So uh, it will be sports-loving comics are plenty, I really, uh, coming along to tell us about mm. their shows. So uh, that's with our good friends. Uh, at Green King that will be coming up we've got boxing for you tonight uh, Amir Khan mm. uh, versus uh, Billy Dib uh, live and plans for a special show just I don't want to give it too much away but just before uh, the season starts yeah. which I'm quite excited about I think on the Thursday before. we're working on it we're it's working not, on it it's not, it's not definite, not a definite yeah. I'm looking at the producer he's saying it's hush 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 yeah, no no it is special, but I'm, I'm quite excited about special it special pre-season show from a, uh, a, a place we've long wanted to go to so uh, we'll be hopefully bringing you that a little bit nearer the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hawaii Hawaii <laughs> no not Hawaii it would be uh, we must do a show from there as Alan would say <laughs> So you got anything else, Andy? I've got, I've, I've got, I'll tell you what, I read, see if yeah. I can find this. Oh, I have got one. Oh, actually. yeah, go on then, yeah. Well, it's back to the phone. Okay, right. <laughs> this, can Andy read his own notes? Let's, uh, let's find not. out. Let's, let's see.
Oh, yeah. This oh, okay. That's good, yeah. Jennifer... When you just kind of... If you move your fingers, open your fingers, you can make the text bigger. <laughs> I know, but then it goes all blurry. Jennifer Trim. Who is Jennifer from Trim? From Whitley Bay. She Who? wrote to the Daily Star. <laughs> she said, How much longer do we have to put up with a hopeless Emily Maitlis? And you think... Well, what's inspired you? I mean, one thing about Emily Maitlis, first of all, she's not hopeless. And yeah, second okay. of all, why, why is she Maitlis? Get... <laughs> well, it sounds <laughs> like it. If that's her only why mate. Why you get... I, I know I can't talk because I do get upset about nothing, but yeah. I mean... <laughs> that was close. Why, why would you get upset about Emily Maitlis to the point where you'd write yeah, to a newspaper Like you said, Andy, you're the bloke that gets upset about nothing. You, you're the bloke the other week who said you even hate the grass at Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah, that's true, I do. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, Hawksby Andy Jacobs uh, here on Talk Sport. Well, of course, the pre-season friendlies are well underway and uh, certainly the results so far uh, of all the friendlies this season is Accrington Stanley at two, Marseille one last night. Uh, Andre Villas-Boas, it was his first uh, game in charge of Marseille. They featured Florian Tovan, a World Cup winner, of course. Um, who else was in the team? Pipe uh, uh, was in the team. Yeah, uh, Luis Gustavo as well. Strong side, uh, turned out, but... Stanley and, still won. And they had a couple of trialists, a trialists playing for them as yeah. well. Yeah. Joining us now, the triumphant manager um, of Accrington and Stanley, John Coleman. Hi, John. Good afternoon, yeah. Good, thanks. Yeah. Well, it's, not it's, look, it's, I'm sure you're not reading too much into it, uh, uh, but still, what a cracking result. Yeah, it was a good game. You know, obviously they're using it as a training exercise and he had some great players playing. Um, I was amazed at uh, Pyatt, the way he was moving. It was like a ghost going to win, and I'm having a go at our players, saying you've got to be picking them up. And then when you realise how good they are, you know what I mean? It's you've got to be realistic. Uh, but it was a good work for both teams, really. Yeah, I was going to say, is it good for your elastic to sort of play that sort of level of opposition? I would imagine it is. Well, it was, it was funny actually because at half time, because they were really good in the first half. I know we went soon a lot, but they were really good in the first half. And after two minutes, one of their lads did a chop and a turn. And one of our players came in at our time. He said five of us went into the Stafford Centre. He said the whole defence one way. They were good, to be fair. But, you know, it was, it was good. It was a good experience, you know. But we're unlikely to play against that league one next year. We're not, we're not daft enough to know that. But the fact that we had to adapt and, and try and stifle them 
um, meant that they had to concentrate for Big Fairage, which can only stand in good stead. And, and we did a lot of running, which also helped. Yeah. What were they like afterwards? I mean, no one likes losing. So are they they're, they in sort of pretty good spirits? Yeah, very gracious, to be fair. You know, they always does all the best. And, yeah, you know, I think the, the atmosphere was good and he was... You know, they, they didn't lose their heads to that, you know, obviously being disappointed losing to us, but, you know, they, they, they kept their heads and they always was all the best at the end of the game, as we did to them. Uh, how does a friendly like this mm. come about, John? Yeah. It's bizarre, you know. I can remember when a big game for us was playing Sammy at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it, it just became... The, the chairman was away at the EFL meeting and I think they originally had arranged to play Wigan and they couldn't, they couldn't get the stadium and they wanted a stadium because they wanted it live on French TV and so we our pitch wasn't ready but we managed to uh, borrow uh, Salford City Edge which is a fantastic stadium and they were brilliant with us as well Their manager of course AVB he's, he's, he's a young fella but he's already been around the block and uh, it's interesting isn't it really Jose Mourinho saying that, that one day he's going to be one of the best managers in the world it, it's been an interesting career for him how, how, did you get a chance to chat to him? No only briefly at the, before the game but you can see you know, the, the style of football he wants to play. I mean, it's good to watch, to be honest. And, you know, if you were if you were critical because, you know, they didn't score many goals, but uh, their approach play was fantastic. You just like them to be a bit more clinical, which I'm sure will come once they get into the, the nitty-gritty of the real games where points count, you know. Yeah. Mm. Have you had any, the boys, any of your boys in today looking for a pay rise? Well, you know, well, I've yeah, had well, a bit of interest from uh, from Leon. They're going yeah, to be saying now we we put Marseille. So Sean McConville's coming. Wants to double his money. Well, Sean McConville was absolutely outstanding. Mm. Uh, and I was joking to him after the game, I said PSG have offered forty million. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Do they? I mean, they must have been chuffed, though. Really, you know, if you go out there, if you get a result like that, here we are all talking about it today. I mean, they, yeah. they must be I mean, they pleased. It's preseason, yeah. Still. But I've gone toe to toe with players like that, and you know, as you said, there are moments that you know they, they went for a cup of tea. But still, uh, it's great to, to come off the pitch having won that. Great for the fans as well. It is, and you, you know, you get to the point where you're enjoying the game, and we enjoy watching the game as well. But the lads enjoy playing, and once you get your noses in front. You then want the, your pride kicks in then and you want the kudos of having a win as well, don't you? you know, and that, that obviously gives our fans a lift anyway. Um, but, you know, I sat our lads down to start the pre-season and I said, listen, we've got to have a winner mentality here. That doesn't matter what you're playing. From pre-season now, from when we, we, we stand up and we go into pre-season, everything you do has got to be designed to win. Whether you're playing a head tennis game, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one competition, whether it's a, a pre-season friendly against... Uh, the army camp who we played against Sligo who we lost to I mean all I've got there is that prior statement on Monday night when we lost to Sligo um, mm. because I don't like losing and I want them not to like losing and you know whatever you play and obviously when you play a team of that quality you know, it's great to win it's great to be able to compete with them but once you get your nose in front your players got to say that you've got to win and that should be for any game that you play yeah, that's true. And now, uh, earlier on in, in in this studio with Jim White and the boys, they did the draw for the EFL uh, trophy, and uh, you've got Liverpool in your group, haven't you? Yeah, the, the chairman phoned me upstairs away and said there'd be a conflict of interest with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I said no, no, just the fact that our players will be playing in the stock and feet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, are you a fan of the... I mean, you've got you've got Fleetwood, Oldham and, yeah, and Liverpool. Blimey, that, that is going to be fun. I mean, you know, we've we've seen they've got some very good kids coming through Liverpool, haven't they, at the moment? 
yeah, I, uh, I am a fan of the competition. To be, mm. you know, it, it's maligned in some areas and it's praised in some areas. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the competition. Although my daughter, daughter did send me a, a link to half man half biscuit song swerp in the Czech trade. They've got they've got quite a back catalogue of football Sporting, related songs. Yeah, yeah. big Tranmere fans, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Uh, now, John, just finally, um, your, our producer has noticed on your Wikipedia page there's there's an anomaly. I don't know if I don't know if anybody's. Uh, you, well, you, it says as well yesterday. It's well, fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, it says um, John says uh, uh, John Coleman signed for Real Madrid in 1985, scoring 49 <laughs> goals in 89 games before leaving for Runcorn. In... <laughs> <laughs> is, is, oh, is this right? You can't John? trust Wiki at all. People just <laughs> get to it, don't they? That shows you that you should never ever trust anything that you read on the internet. <laughs> exactly. To substitute itself for Real Madrid. Oh, <laughs> that is funny, though. You know, yeah. in the beach, the beach and the, the set and, and the, uh, the actual style of football, Southport and Real Madrid, they're very, very close. <laughs> I was hoping to get all these tales of Emilio Butrigreño and how you used to play with him and stuff, but <laughs> so it's not true then. Well, I, when I was when I was a primary teacher, I used to kid the lads that I played, uh, the kids I used to teach that I played in Serie A. Right. And, and I played for Fiorentina, and they used to believe me. So. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be adding that next, won't they? Yeah, go on, on the Wikipedia. All the best, John. Uh, good result last night. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. John Coleman there, the Akron and Stanley manager, on their fine win uh, against uh, Marseille. Real Madrid, 89. Yeah. <laughs> It's the right. I mean, you know, as I said, cracking result for them and their fans against good players. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talksport. Well, after a week in the sun, he has returned. Uh, oh, he's so bronzed. He is. <laughs> Judith Chalmers. He's been is in the George Hamilton. <laughs> it's not. It's Martin Kellner. Good afternoon. Yeah, good yeah, afternoon Martin. to you. I stayed out of it mostly in the show. Yeah, it's 40 yeah. degrees. Ridiculous. It's too hot, isn't it? What really? kind of an idiot goes to Greece in July? <laughs> <laughs> well, Martin, um, did you did you watch a bit of um, sport on TV in Greece? Did you oh, check they it? love the cricket. You, you know how the Greeks love a cricket. <laughs> of course. Um, no, I got back uh, yesterday and watched uh, England-Australia. Right. So the thing that fascinates me about the cricket when I've been watching the World Cup is how many adverts there are for money transfers. Yeah. You know, when you see it's all... It, it was a firm called uh, Instarem yesterday, mm. uh, Overseas Money Transfers. It said regulated by the Bank of Lithuania. Ah. And I thought, you know, my grandparents uh, came over from Lithuania around about the turn of the 20th century. Yeah. They were kicked out by the Cossacks. Right. So Have you ever been kicked out by the Cossacks? Hey. <laughs> there you are. I'll set them up for you. But yeah, they, they, and they came over here. They never mentioned, uh, you know, the Bank of Lithuania being particularly um, particularly good as oh, far as... Oh, really? Uh, no, they never well, they, mentioned... There was no, they didn't have any negative reports, though, at the same no. time as the Bank no. of Lithuania. That's they true. go out their way to report either way, I would imagine. Are they the bank that likes to say? Just say yes in Lithuanian. Yeah, but, yeah the bank that's in... <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so that fascinated me. I mean, the cricket was just... Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, interesting. I met I met some Australian guy while I was over in Athens, and he he looked like an aging hippie who'd right. been hanging around that part of Europe since the seventies. <laughs> you know, the, the guy was probably in his seventies. Yeah. And he was asking me when are the Aussies playing the uh, playing England in the cricket? Wow. And I was delighted to tell him Thursday, so he'd have gone all round Athens looking for a place, finding a pub that he on, finding a pub the English pub. On. 
which would have been marvellous. Yeah. I mean, it was it was uh, it was fantastic. As you boys must have been. Um, oh, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was I tremendous. didn't expect it to be that easy. So no, no, we didn't. No, no. no I'm certainly after the, the the fantastic start they made with the bat and the ball. You know, the rhyme was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was brilliant. Really on really to the well, final yeah. on. Uh, on the um, free to air yeah. final. That's a big free to air. Well, it's, if you were still writing your book, you know mm. about sport on TV. This would be, be a, a major event. It would be yeah. a momentous event, especially for fans of come dine with me. Because if you actually look at the Channel Four schedule as it stands at the moment, right. they've got twelve hours of come dine with me <laughs> really? and uh, four in a bed. Now uh, I don't know. What, for, do you know what four in a bed is? I'm, four in I'm a no, bed. I think is a kind of hotel version. Yes, I know of it's come not, dine with it's me. Not I thought it was a darts expression. That's three in a bed. Yeah, you it? come. Yeah. In, you, you stay. I think you stay at someone's you house at, yeah. and then so you you mark them on mm. not their hospitality and the quality of the linen and stuff right. like that. Come well, some sleep people... Me, come so. sleep, well, come sleep, but you couldn't have called it that. People would have got the wrong <laughs> yes, idea. I think that scrambled after ten <laughs> minutes. Come Indeed. sleep with me. Yeah. But, but there, will be, there will be people who'll have got the uh, the Radio Times or whatever. And they would have marked it with that. Uh, my a yellow mother-in-law, she'd have, she'd have the old Stabilo... She'd get yeah. the highlighter pen out. It's the old dabber, the one she yeah. used for the bingo. Dobber, wasn't it? And she'd use that for highlighting a night's TV. So mm. she, she'd be gutted if suddenly it's live cricket. Twelve have come down with me and fallen about... Gone. 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 Just wiped yeah. out. Will there be complaints? Do they? How do they? How do you complain well, to complaints. Channel Four? It won't be to a commissionaire like it used to be at the BBC. No, uh, Somebody sit there. The officer, I think. Do you think? Well, they, they, well, they, they used, to, used to. How to complain to Talk Sport? I suppose you just write them a letter. Just, yeah, just tell Andy. Just Wait for Andy like outside the building, then tell him. That's the worst <laughs> the way most people <laughs> should do. Not anyway, really. Don't do that. Yeah. Please don't. Uh, anyway, it's great. It's great. They won't do that. I guarantee there'll be somebody waiting for you downstairs. They won't be honestly. Anyway, it's great that it's free to air. And, it of is. course, it clashes with the men's uh, singles. I mean, it's what a day for sport. Yeah. It's the, in fact, this will lift us out of the economic recession. You know, they all say when there's a World Cup on, yeah. um, the economy has a boost because people buy takeaway pizzas and beer and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on Sunday, especially on a nice day, there'll be Barbies and there'll be people... Have you, seen the, have you seen the pound against the doll? I think it's going to take more than uh, <laughs> a, a victory in the Cricket World Cup, really. <laughs> well, I've just experienced the pound against the Euro. Oh, again, yeah. yeah which but that was is, a joy, wasn't it? Uh, a similar thing. Mm, yeah. um, the other, the, the other thing that I've noticed about the cricket was there's a, a visit Birmingham sign there, which I thought that's the height of optimism. Well, it was it? it was, that's the height <laughs> of optimism. Um, oh, you're having a pop at Birmingham. Yeah, right? it's Birmingham's awesome. Have you been like there recently? Bir it's great. It's I, I do like changed, Birmingham. It's, it's a great, a great yeah. city, Birmingham. But I just thought I'd throw that in. Yeah, well, it's, um, well, it's, yeah that's, that's not. Yeah, it's yeah. a good line. I thought Nasser Hussein was uh, was great. He said, I mean, he was saying. Uh, he was talking about what it means to the country, what it means, you know, when we were heading for the final. Yeah. You know, it means such a lot to uh, to England. He said, you know, because, to be honest, they've been abysmal at white ball cricket. Mm. And then he quickly changed it to we've been abysmal <laughs> at white ball cricket, which <laughs> yeah. I thought was, yeah. was well done. Well, he, well, yes, he was part of the abysmal era. I, I mean, it's, 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 we were talking earlier on... Uh, to Morris Hamilton, the Formula One expert, about the fact that there's three events that are all going to be vying for people's mm. time, you know, with the British Grand Prix. and Grand Prix as well, uh, yeah. But, I mean, really, it's no contest from well, Milan and Andy's point honest, of view. It's, I think three, of course there's crossover, but there's yeah. three different distinct audiences.
audiences there. The Wimbledon audience is definitely. I don't think the cricket. I think, audience. I think they'd be quite. No, I'm no, wrong. Come on, I think, I think you're wrong. People I, who are a cricket yeah. audience who watch tennis. I think, well, I was mad. I was flipping. I have to say, <laughs> when the uh, the women's semi-finals were on at the same time as the as the England match, yeah. and I was flipping to that. The problem is women's tennis now. I mean, I don't agree with Andy about tennis per se, mm. but I do agree with him about women's tennis. What is the point? I mean, it's just totally lacking in any competition at all. The BBC give hours to it, so it's just jaw-jaw all the time. You know Serena's going to win, and she's probably going to win the final as well. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what the odds are, but I would think she's very mm. uh, short odds on. So, the, it's, it's completely uncompetitive. The only good thing about it was, because they uh, allowed so much time, and they showed double Doubles. Nobody, but nobody is interested in doubles. Complain to TalkSport right now. Stop Andy outside the building <laughs> and tell him that. if you're interested in doubles tennis. Yeah. No point. Don't show He'd him. agree, it's though. Not... If you start saying to Andy about doubles tennis, he'll yeah. say, what about singles but tennis? But what about the mixed doubles this year with um, Serena? There was a bit of interest in that yeah. because yeah. it was Serena and uh, Andy Murray. But by and large, showing a, a doubles match, uh, the, the sort of, st you know, because the BBC have Wimbledon, they have so much time devoted to it. Eventually, you know, occasionally you'll get something like the Federer Nadal final in 2008, which yeah. was a fantastic one for nearly five hours. And maybe this afternoon it'll be something enjoy, similar. Would you like to watch a five-hour tennis match, Andy? So oh, that's great. That was they yeah. sh well because the women's tennis was so uncompetitive. They both got it. Halep and Serena Williams got it wrapped up in two sets, both yeah. of them. Um, it meant they had time to show the 2008 <coughs> final all over again. Wow. Oh, it's just, just it, some of the best sports. Sorry, ever. Martin, maybe the way to kind of liven up uh, mixed doubles, which you say is not apart from what we saw this or year, doubles. is not or, or, Yeah. Or, um, I mean, make it pro celebrity. I mean, if you've got yeah. Serena and Eddie Large next year. I'd yes. tune in. I guess I don't know what Eddie's like these days. Well, I don't know, so I've just so his, his, four, his forehand's completely is, gone. Yeah, I, think <laughs> I think he's still very, very oh, good. Still get about the court. Great baseline player, though, Ed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He may be listening this afternoon. Good afternoon. I know he's a talk sport listener, so he may yeah. put himself forward. Bless him. To, oh, that's uh, good. I mean, the only other way to do it for for um, doubles tennis, as far as I'm concerned, is have the Love Island people playing well. it in their Love Island costume. Did you yeah. see that? I'm sorry, Sally, probably not allowed to say that these days. Benny Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Sally Jones. I'm playing the Benny Hill music. I'm playing the Benny as they do, run do around. Do you remember yeah. Sally Jones? Used to be a presenter on. I do remember Sally, Sally Jones. Sally, Sally Jones. Jones. I don't know Sally Jones. Who? Oh, she, she, she was a presenter. She, used to, she, used to she did um, Sports View, the the oh, program okay. that Peter Dimmock did for a long time. Oh wow, yeah, you recognise her. Yeah, you recognise her. She was at Wimbledon. She fell foul of the Meghan Markle security. Yes, not just the bloke who was taking a selfie and and got telling off for nothing. Yeah. Uh, she also, Sally was taking a photo of Martina Navratilova. Oh, yeah. And uh, and Megan objected to that, too, because she thought she was taking a photo of her. We saw maybe the pro-celebrity Billie Jean King and Katherine Jenkins, the, the top Welsh singer. Yeah, we saw them together in the West End. Last uh, week. Uh, yeah. Myself and Andy. And uh, we have photographic evidence. So, we, so you were together and they, they were, were together. Yeah, but yeah, we were going, they were heading to the same screening room, but not to watch the oh, cricket film we watched. <laughs> they were watching something else. Uh, uh, Johnny Depp. A Johnny Depp movie. movie, but yeah. who knew they were friends, Martin, from the world of tennis, uh, Billie Jean King, from the world of singing, uh, Catherine, J mates.
hanging out together. That's amazing. That's, yeah, that's a fantastic sighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe they'll be in the mixed doubles next yeah. year. Or well, not the, you know, the doubles next year. The doubles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I meant, you know what, I didn't mean this that. This is getting very I didn't mean that. If you want to complain, complain about Andy outside the front door tonight. Yeah. I, I, I just, I didn't mean that. You didn't mean it, no. I did, it was an accident. I saw some rodeo, though. I, I ought to mention that because... What, I in Athens? <laughs> yes, uh, well, you know how much I uh, dislike cancelled TV. I like to watch special. <laughs> TV. Yeah. Um, my wife had her um, laptop thing with her, not oh, laptop, yeah. uh, iPad. iPad, yeah. iPad. So I watched, uh, I thought, well, I watched some, and I sent her, I said, just for H&J, I'm going to watch some sport on the iPad. Yeah, yeah. And I watched a programme called Religion of Sports, wow. uh, which is on Netflix, and it's all about uh, cowboys. Wow. Uh, and some good lines in it. Everybody loves a cowboy. So this woman who was called Sage Kimsey. Goodness. Sage Kimsey, name, 21 years old. Um, and she was on a... Oh, there's also another one. They're, they're all very... Um, they're, these are all cowboys' girlfriends. Right. And um, all very blonde. Um, and all... If you can imagine what a cowboy's girlfriend looks like. Yeah. All these girls did look like cowboys' <laughs> Do you look like girlfriends. like a cowboy's girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there was a, there's a, a chat show for cowboys in America. Is called, there? Yes, there is. It's called Alexis Bloomer Live. Wow. And she's another blonde girl who looks like a cowboy's girlfriend. Yeah. And they all come in and tell her about um, th what they're doing in radio. These are rodeo riders. These are These people are that... rodeo yeah. riders. Yeah. But they're, they're apparently quite... They're sort of sex symbols in America. Oh, well, yeah, according yeah, According yeah. to this program, which is called Religion of Sports. And they were all going to take part in the Calgary Stampede. Oh, that's the biggie, isn't it? That, yeah, yes. used to show that on World oh, of Sport. Oh, yeah. It's so, massive, though. I went yes. to uh, Cody, Wyoming many years ago. My kids were quite young at the time, and mm. uh, they wanted the autographs of the rodeo. You know, they just they were queued for anything. But mm. the, the lines were massive to get yeah. the autographs of these guys. <laughs> They still got them. They were celebrities. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They're probably... I they mean, were massive know. celebrities. Yeah. You forget how... Yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah, it's, it's within, you know, within that sort of niche market, they're yeah. absolutely fantastic. We well, should do that as a call subject next week. Autographs that you've got that you now don't want or... Yeah, or maybe you can ask the listeners this afternoon. Yeah. You know, well, the ones that time. you... Well, I know I've played... You went out your way to get yeah. an autograph and then just realised, look, think, why did I wait all that time for that? I've, I've played in a charity football match where I've been stopped coming off and somebody said, can I have your autograph? I've signed the autograph and they've said, who are you? <laughs> oh, yes, that's great. <laughs> it makes you feel special. <laughs> yes, well, they don't say does. that over on talk radio, do they? No, they certainly don't. And you the, return there tonight triumphantly with tales of uh, the, the much graffitied city of Athens. Yes. I was quite shocked, were you, Martin? Lots of, a lot graffiti, of graffiti all over the place. I saw, um, when I was... Uh, Go to uh, the um, spray paint shop in Athens. Mm. You clean up, Martin. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you clean with any athletes. No. The economy is not doing too no. well. And they've got uh, one thing to watch out for if anybody's going over there. Uh, the power cuts in oh, the, you oh know, like hour-long, rather like the three-day week over here. Mm. You know, there were, there were power cuts over It's always that. handy when you're choosing your meze from the fridge, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Well, the power's been off for an hour. Yeah. yeah. In 40-degree okay. heat. Yeah. What could possibly go wrong? What? You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday before between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. So that's this afternoon's show. Thanks for joining us. Comedians Elliot, Elliot Steele, Phil Cornwell. We've got actor Will Meller joining us uh, next week. Lots of top guests uh, in the studio. We'll be chatting about the new cricket film, The Edge. So have a great weekend. Enjoy all the sports and we'll catch up with you on Monday. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 